0: You're going to say something sarcastic. No, no, no. You actually sound good. All right. Welcome, everybody, to episode 10 of the Bungra podcast. I'm here with Angela, Umar, and Nimit. And we are going to outline and review the collegiate Bungra scene, kind of highlight some some teams, uh, the different regions of the. Collegiate scene and talk about some of the some of the beef, some of the maybe not beef 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 might not might not be the right word, but some of the no, the rivalries, beef. the little bit of uh you know, smack talk between Nimith and the world. <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh yeah. and you know, just go through and go through and recap and, and give shout outs where where the and give credit and shout outs where the credit is due through the 2016 and 2017 season and here we go first off we're going to start talking about the early on predictions and how they were just not correct at all uh in the the beginning um we feeling feeling it off of last year buckeye was going to be coming in with you know a good blowout performance kind of didn't know what was going to happen from there cmu and gmu had huge expectations after incredible performances uh getting first and second and blowout same with DRP, winning Bruin, and then also a, an up-and-coming team in Rochester, uh, having one taste of India the year before. You know, you know, these are teams that had, you know, good grand expectations, but early indicators really didn't show that that was correct. And I'd like for you know the rest of the panel to kind of get into it. Uh, so go ahead, yeah. take it away, whoever wants to go first. Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know. I, I
1: when I saw the CMU at blowout, I mean, I was like, when I, honestly, when blowout I saw them live sixteen. Yeah, 2016, 2016. Yeah, you should clarify. But uh, yeah, I thought they were gonna be crazy forever. You know, like I, I, when I saw that performance, I was like, this is their system working. Um, like now they have this like A and B team roster. Like they're just gonna be good forever. And then um, yeah, but then I saw their God performance on video that I that I bootlegged off of somebody that I shouldn't have seen it from. And yeah, it was it was like it was fine. But I, I think there was like some serious set design errors and stuff like that that they needed to work through. Um, it was clear that, you know, some of the people are making choreography were a little bit new at it. And I think that's, you know, obviously completely normal, but, um, yeah, I, w- I was way more confident coming into the year. Once I saw CMU perform and once I saw GMU perform, than I was, you know, before we had seen anybody like before that, I thought we were going to get, I, I didn't know whether we were going to get smacked again or not, but you know, after that, I mean, I was, I was pretty ready to go. I don't yeah, know yes. about you guys. No,
2: for sure. I mean, I mean, FCB competed at Got and it, yeah, it was, it was pretty evident, um, i saw like i mean i was getting ready but i saw um portions of CMU set and i was like mm, definitely not definitely not what it was last year definitely um had a, f- a bunch of new faces on the team um
1: like i mean yeah, it, do, do you think that was but do you think that was because of new dancers or do you think that was because of set design
2: i mean it was def okay first of all it was definitely set design like 100 um okay. like that was that was definitely pretty prevalent and I was, I yeah. was kind of like, there was a was a lot of things It was a pretty slower set. And the thing is like, the thing is like, if the dancers were more capable and like, not the shit on the dancers. I mean, fall, like fall comps are for a lot of teams are pretty hard just because you're training a lot of dancers, but it's just, yeah. it was, it was a very slow set. And because of like the slow, like the pace, of the set, it, I think it's much harder to f- do a slower set. So I think that yeah. was definitely it. And then GMU, I mean, it was basically the same set from blowout minor alterations yeah. def- definitely different people and then they just kind of dropped off after that i don't really know what happened yeah. there but yeah
1: well i mean i don't know i, I they I, I know something i know gmu and vsb like virginia school of bungara mm. when they went to sticks like they have a lot of overlap of dancers okay. so it could be that you know one of them was a little bit more focused than the other since there's you know the outcome was completely different for both teams so gotcha gotcha i, don't know. I mean it, it, whatever happened there i don't know but I, I think that gmu wasn't nearly as serious taking or t- wasn't taken nearly as seriously this year as it was taking it last year
2: and then obviously unc oh man okay i think UNC's. i think unc just because it's been a team that's been around for a while and has always like does well like they always place every year like they pop up every year, but I don't think anybody expected them to rip it as hard as they did at Bird. Oh, man, that was nuts. Like, j- like absolutely fantastic and amazing. And, yeah, UNC came out of absolute nowhere for sure.
1: Right. I mean, I, and when, you, when you talk about that Berg set, like, what do you think was the biggest change from them the year before to that to our, this year now? Like, what do you think was the biggest thing that you felt well, like they didn't have? I mean, other than the, the, the falling lotus of, of death. Of I was going to
2: say, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I think – unfortunately i think like the biggest thing from unc last year was and like that's seared into my mind is that like flower that fell but i think (laughs) i will say that i think one thing that i saw in unc and honestly like both in osu and unc that i haven't seen a lot of collegiate teams is just like that sheer intensity unc definitely came in and like i I think one thing that oh, I really liked about their set design was that their transitions were even memorable. That, like, literally every, there was like no, like, it wasn't even like that they, they were on 11 the entire time. It's just they added like mechanistic twists at every little thing. Like, I remember when they picked up their Kunde and did that little, little spin with their, hand yeah, on yeah, their yeah. hands. And, like, there's a lot of like little things that they did set design wise, but also just like they came out there to win. Like, there are a few collegiate, I don't want to say few, but like,
1: I would say collegiate.
2: Few. Okay, so f- there are a few collegiate teams that I watch and I'm just, like, genuinely, like, take... Like, I feel like I have to take a step back while I'm watching or, like, I like have to, like, look, like, take... Give them some space while I'm watching just because it's just... There's a lot of energy. There was a lot of it, intense energy. I remember that chicken drop they did where they just went, buck. I mean, like, that's what I felt they had the entire time during the set. And I was, like, very impressed by that. I just... I don't think I saw that as much last year.
1: But I think I think I would agree that... um you know, in terms of like stylistic things, I really liked UNC sort of switching it up. You know, they've they've always been known for being like the super clean, super VCU, you know, it's like then it's like next generation yeah, yeah, yeah. VCU team. No, but um, yeah, they were totally not that this year, and I think that was really nice and refreshing to see. Yeah. You know. Um, and, then they, they took a lot of risk with their set, which I think is something that became a trend for us the, the year for the heated circuit.
0: And pivoting off of that, many of us on the East coast have no idea what's going on out on the West coast. And so oh, we have Angela here, uh, Angela danced for DRP this past season. So Angela, can you, can you delve into, you know, a couple things for us, uh, and give us the inside scoop? um you know the little bit of rivalry that happens between you know all the cali teams you know we know it's there but we just don't know the real you know the the, like the depth of it um that legacy bulldog came out of nowhere and and upset cal and um whatever in the heck happened at west coast with the excel error and and cal getting their win taken away
3: oh yeah it was a whirlwind of a season uh, the major heavy hitters, I'd say, for collegiate teams this year were UCLA Bruin Bunga, uh, Cal, Bulldog, and I guess DRP. Um,
1: oh, yeah, yeah, so just like yourself in there. Yeah, just quickly at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, sweet or whatever. Yeah, that's I we were
3: all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, the Asian girl was fire, but the rest of them are okay too.
1: <laughs> it's fine.
3: Yeah, so the season kicked off with Legacy of Bunga and then Bulldog coming out of nowhere. Bulldog, in their previous performances, honestly, I, I wasn't that impressed. Uh, but this season, they brought a really distinct style that I really respect. Has a lot of that Cali kind of swagger, a lot of like no F's given. Um yeah, and they came out with a good performance and upset Cal.
1: Do you think that uh, was Bulldog coming with a huge set or do you think that was Cal underperforming?
3: So I think it was a combination of both. So Bulldog stuck to doing a very traditional kind of style. Um mm-hmm. and they did it well. Uh Cal did a very Cal set, but they had a few mess ups and notably at the end I think one of the guys pugs fell off right. so I think a combination of both those things ended up with Bulldog winning
1: yeah and then uh, after that was like uh, West Coast right so please, yes. please enlighten us
0: I mean we we got to see a lot about West Coast man with the, <laughs> with, the with the with the Excel edition error um, oh yeah and no, then the fair. whole that's fallout true. from that cows win being retracted and all this jazz uh, Angela <laughs> what happened
3: yeah. oh god that was just a really stressful week. Uh so for listeners who don't follow BTF and didn't see the huge drama that unfolded there. Basically what happened was uh B D S and Cal were a matchup and uh, West Coast as a whole was a matchup competition. So they had like all these teams going against each other directly. Um so Cal and B D S Cal was declared the winner of that matchup and then went on to be the overall winner. When in fact, if you look at the Excel spreadsheet that they have posted on BTF, uh, what happened was VDS's score, um, the average, the formula average on Excel was entered in wrong. So what they did was they just copied over one of the judges' scores onto the average. So it actually looked like Cal won. Um... And because of that error they had to retract the win and then distribute the money among amongst both teams and there's just a lot of hurt and angry people.
0: I do I do want to yeah. give them credit. Like I I think that the committee did did a good job of you know, coming out and, and just showing everything, you know? Regardless of the fact that the error is the error, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean like as much as you could do in that situation they did do. Yeah. that is a good point.
0: And I think yeah. I don't think I don't think I don't think enough, you know. I don't think enough people own up to it the right way, you know, granted, like that was a public thing. So like, I don't know if they did anything specific for like the individual teams or, you know? But.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. If you want to talk about not handling it the right way, you know, cough, rain of bunger cough, 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 cough. cough. <laughs> but yeah, whatever, whatever works. Damn.
0: Yeah. Well, well, next up, we're going to be talking about, uh, the, the ongoing battle between, buckeye and unc some of the other teams that made a lot of noise through the season and what ended up culminating in what we thought was going to be a battle of the titans with with buckeye and unc a blowout but then cal coming out of nowhere and shocking everybody and but before we get to that i want to get a quick message from one of our sponsors double o threads is a leading provider of customized apparel Having served over 100 dance competitions and teams since its inception, Double O Threads ensures an easy ordering process and seamless delivery of everything ranging from T-shirts to snapbacks. Mention the Bungaro podcast while ordering, and Double Threads will provide a discounted rate. Visit doubleothreads.com. It's the word double, the letter O, threads.com for more information. And now back to the podcast. Welcome back. Uh do wanna give an extra thank you and a shout out to Double O. Uh they do make wonderful stuff. Uh working with Jamin is excellent. Uh so I'm really glad that he reached out and, and wanted to sponsor the show. So the next part we want to talk about is the battle between Buckeye and UNC throughout the year. Um starting off pre uh you know the beginning of the season, you know, again Buckeye had we, didn't, we you know, we thought they were going to be good, but we didn't know how good. UNC coming off the, the the flower collapse of blowout, we had no idea what was going to happen. But the the season started off with UNC winning uh, Thushin in Philadelphia, and then Buckeye going to uh, AKD and beating JJ there. So all of a sudden, these two teams, you know, you know, came onto the map, you know, early. And, and with wins um then round mm-hmm. one between these two teams happened at berg and unc took took that victory between the two uh with an awesome third place performance i think that you could talk to a lot of folks um and it was arguable that unc could have gotten higher so i know i know nimit you have some you have some things to yeah. say about that to go for oh, it, bro man,
1: well, i think like uh unc definitely could have placed first there i mean i and you know maybe i'm biased because you know i I like them or whatever. But um, I, I do think that uh, maybe it, it is, there's also a shock and awe factor where you see a team that you don't expect to do well and you kind of, you know, hype them up in your head. Um, that is something that happens at a lot of comps where, you know, it's teams that don't necessarily have that legacy that goes with them. Or, the, I mean, I guess the name or whatever, whatever it is, um, the hype factor uh, definitely does play a role when they kind of come out of nowhere. So that sort of happened at Berg. I think at a first impression, I was so floored that UNC had danced so well that, in my head, I thought they had won first. Um, I think AEG set just wasn't long enough for the, to warrant them a first place. But, you know, that's just me. And then uh, FCB had the, you know, jumping fiasco. The the, the, the greatest jumping Man, fiasco.
2: Stop, stop
1: talking. I don't want to get it. Wait, oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I don't get to roast you about this? <laughs> nah, shut up. Oh, yeah. I waited the whole year to roast you about this. And nah. now I don't get to roast you. Next week, bro. Next week.
0: Next week.
2: Next week, Fine. So, <laughs>
0: anyway.
1: Back on, on point. Back on topic. Um, um, yeah, no, I, I thought I thought UNC was very well deserving of their placing. Um, and, and, and realistically, I, I think um, uh, what, what you'll see throughout the year is uh, it, it'll be one and one for the rest of the year where we'll have a good performance and then immediately after they'll have a good one. And, and, and it, it, it was extremely competitive in the sense that there was a lot of one-upsmanship. Um, I think that they saw our performance from AKD, and they wanted, they wanted to kind of shut us up. Um, and then I felt like we, we had the same sort of mindset going in NDC, and then on and on and on and on. So I, I think this was really the start of where I realized that they were going to be our main rival throughout the year. I probably should have thought about Cal more, but, you know, whatever. We'll get to that later.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, after Berg, uh, everybody went home for winter break and we came back. Um, the teams did not meet again until Big Ten. But before that, uh, UNC, you know, both teams, both teams, I should say, knocked off uh, two all-guys teams. UNC went to Buckeye Melon and beat uh, FCB. Buckeye went to NDC and beat Fertile. Uh So that kind of also, you know, in in the collegiate scene kind of set up Big Ten like, wow, like, you know, these teams beat, you know, uh, beat these all guys' teams. They're on a roll right now. You know, what are they going to do with Big Ten? Can can they do it again? Right? Kind of deal. And then, you no, know, we'll go and wait, on to Big I, Ten. I, I, and I think one
1: big point I actually want to say about the pre-Big Ten thing is just that, um, like, for people that aren't – they might not necessarily know how unusual it is that um, collegiate teams usually beat, you know, big-time independent teams. Because it is – I think in the circuit today, it is a little bit unusual. And so – um, you know, th- there was a, there was kind of a feeling of, uh, you know, a resurgence in the collegiate scene in the general circuit, I think, at that point in the year where people felt like, you know, it, having a collegiate team in the comp lineup isn't just a filler spot anymore. You know, the, the, there's a legitimate contention to win. So I think that was kind of a turning point for the rest of the circuit where they kind of were like, hey, maybe, you know, maybe these collegiate teams are really going to bring it, you know, finally after all this time.
0: One hundred percent. And and I know we'll, we're going to show the, this topic for another podcast, but, you know, you know, demystifying like to beat an all guys team, you know, like I know that we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in another, in another podcast. Um, mm-hmm. But Big Ten came around and you and Buckeye wins round two against UNC. Uh with, with getting third place at big 10 while also beating the likes of Fodge, Cal CMU, go ahead guys, get into it. What'd you guys think of UNC and Buckeye that on that day? Yeah. Umar actually, you probably saw both of us, right?
1: Or actually yeah, Angela saw both of us too, or did you guys?
2: I think in third, fourth, fifth, sixth, we're all within like one point. And I think like when it comes to like such like marginal stuff, like, like literally half point differences between teams, it really just depends on, like, that day and who beat people, like, that day. Like, who had a good performance at that one comp. And it doesn't mean, like, oh, I'm better than you because I beat you at that one comp. And I really do think at Big Ten, that was, like, really up, like, really there. I mean, I like, CMU got, like, a really big point deduction because somebody kicked Conde during the set and, like, they, they dropped from, like, placing contention to, like, seventh or something. Um, UNC, like, someone... During the chal, the, the come up on the Chal, like just, they, they like dropped their sup, but like were like juggling for it for like five seconds. That really definitely like hurt them as well. I think, I mean, even OSU didn't, was, did Johnson drop his sup during, was that at that comp or was that another comp?
1: Uh No, dude, we were perfect at big time. I don't know okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, no, I know. We, we actually did have a, we just had somebody drop a up Yeah.
2: No, like yeah, but Johnson. I mean, I, th- I think it's just a matter of like, at that comp especially like it's just whoever had a good performance that day
1: they're all so close right all right but did you how much do you think like from like a and like angela since you also were able to sort of see like decent parts of the competition um like did you feel like you noticed a stylistic difference between the teams or did you feel like people dance the same and it was just a matter of who made the least number of mistakes. To
3: be honest, I didn't get to see any of the teams because we were so oh, far Angela. down the lineup for DDR. Oh, I know you're be worth seeing. I'm sorry. Come um, on. <laughs> especially you, Nima. you were worth seeing.
1: Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I respect that opinion, honestly.
3: Just going off the videos, um, for me, definitely just came down to cleanliness. Like who
1: just fucked up the least.
2: I didn't watch Cal, but like between osu and unc like stylistically and pretty sure, you, you were both pretty similar okay. so i think it, i think it really did come down to just like cleanliness and mistakes especially because y'all were going 16 on like that tiny 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 stage
1: yeah yeah dude that was dumb i mean like it ended, it ended up working out but like at practice like i can't tell you how horrible it was like how many dirty looks i got from people whenever they would run into each other and stuff It'd be like dude why are we going like this is so stupid like i just don't understand so yeah, thankfully that worked out. I would have been in, you know, I would have been uh, on the sidelines probably at the next the next comp. <laughs>
0: After Big Ten, you, you started to gear up towards blowout. Kind of yeah. Getting to a bit. I, I,
1: I think the mindset was a little bit different though. Okay. I think um, from our perspective, it was like the biggest call out that we got at Big Ten was that our lower dancers weren't dancing at the same level as our higher dancers, which I think is a fair critique, right? And so our whole thing was like, all right, instead of focusing on well, I, we, we felt like we were very confident in the set so we thought that okay we're just gonna spend all of our time dancing and just training dancing right and then hopefully by the by the time block comes around um, you know we'll, we'll have good enough dancing from 1 through 16 that you know we'll be able to we'll be able to outdance UNC and out cal so there's really no part of the rubric that we felt like they would be beating us at um, I think from UNC's perspective at least when I talked to them a little bit they, they felt like okay well you know that didn't work. Whatever happened to Big Ten? So that was like a complete overhaul of their entire set. And so I think that when it came down to the actual competition, um, I think their set had a lot more impact because you know you none of us had ever really seen it before, right? Whereas I think that people had seen our set, and and not not to say that obviously we had mess ups as well, but um, you know people had seen our set. And so you know the, the the fourth time, the third time that you see the same choreo, it doesn't hit as hard. And whereas when you see UNC's set, everything you saw was fresh, everything you saw was new, and I thought that had a really big impact. You know coming on stage but i mean we made some small changes but i think they had the real like complete overhaul mentality that ended up winning out
0: yeah <laughs> that definitely is the next subject uh, before we get there though i do want to uh, take some time to, to give some shout outs to some teams that didn't didn't get enough recognition for their success through the year um you know give the shout outs to the smaller teams as well first one i want to give a shout out to mit bara uh they got second at boston Uh, we didn't hear from from them much after that. Um, other than, uh, they went to ADZ in the spring. Uh, secondly, want to give a shout out to UVA, UVA Dishan. Uh, they tied for third with NEBC at Big Apple. Uh, they got third at Barna Fever. And then they got second at the Virginia Punjabi Mela. Uh, surprising, I guess, to a lot of people, uh, they did not get into blowout. Um, so shout out yeah, to I mean,
1: and their hometown
0: and, you know, yeah, their hometown, everything. So You know, shout out to though Vieto, for a successful season, uh, you know, even without that, that blot appearance, Spartan Bunga, uh consistently through the year, you know, they were in a lot of lineups. They're in the conversation, uh, but they got there. They find they, they get, they brought them some hardware at Nashville and then they've won uh, Bunger on the rocks uh, out, out in Denver. That looked, that looked like it was going to be a really cool comp. Um, yeah. And lastly, Definitely. I want to give a, a big shout-out to Illini Barra from the University of Illinois. Um, they came out of nowhere. <laughs> they got second at ADZ, uh, beating RVD and MIT. Um, we'll get a little, we'll let Angela talk about that a little bit because uh, she had the honor of judging that competition. Uh, they then got first at Crossroads. Well, not then, I should say. I'm just saving their Nashville win for last because that, that must have been the sweetest by beating... They beat Michigan and Virginia Tech, both two teams that got into blowout, and, uh, and beating Spartan as well. Angela, why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, Illini and what you thought of them um, at ADZ, because uh, you know, they, were, they were another team that beat an all-guys team.
3: Yeah, for sure. Illini really stepped it up this year. Uh, so I judged ADZ with both Clinton and G-SIMS. And all three of us, uh, after they performed and during deliberation, we were just like, what the, where did they come from? Um, the best way I could describe it would be like, you can tell when a team is out for blood. And there were only four teams at that competition, but MIT and RVD just didn't have that same fire. And the way ADZ's rubric was structured, it was equal for both set design and uh, execution. So both MIT and RBD were lacking in either set design or execution, but Illini took risks, and all of them uh, executed their set very well. So definitely it was a good one for them, left a lot of good impressions.
0: And now the time we've all been waiting for, let's talk about it everybody. Blowout comes around. Uh, everybody's hyped for it. And, you know, the predictions really come down to who's going to win between UNC and Buckeye. And then Cal comes comes in and shocks everybody. Uh, Cal got first, UNC got second, and Buckeye got third. So go ahead. Um, you know, how, Umar and Angela, why don't you guys start off by giving us your guys' view. You guys were not at the comp um angela go ahead
3: angela uh oh there. sorry about that um <laughs> <laughs> actually why don't you
2: go first okay after big 10 i started studying for the mcat so <laughs> i so i was pretty absent after the fact but i still watch but the thing is like i only watched I only watched UNC and OSU, so like first of all, I'm very sorry, I can't really speak about other teams. That being said, when I wa- so when I watched UNC through um, Harjo's very blurry Instagram story, um, I was very like shocked. I like I did not expect a br- like that many changes. Said I didn't expect a new Vardy. It was it was very surprising. I like it was absolutely so entertaining to watch. Um, honestly. That was probably one of the best collegiate sets I've seen in a very long time. And after that, I, I feel so bad in retrospect. But after I texted Saha, I was like, "Listen, man, there's no way anybody's going to beat you. You won. Like you're fine. Like don't worry about this. Like you, like you got this in the bag." I like texted him. And he's and then he texted me back saying, like, "Oh, yo, dude, are you serious?" So I was like, "Yeah, dude, man, there's no way anybody's beating you. Like you're done. It's done. The comp's done." And then they, you know, they didn't win. It's so bad, the fact, but um, because I didn't, I honestly, I didn't even watch Cal just because I like, because you, Cal was right after UNC and I just kind of turned it off and like, okay, there's no point watching anything else. But um, no, yeah, I mean, and so that's what it did. Um, a friend of mine on OSU was um, very nervous after their performance just because like one of the markers got hit or something and then that whole, like, and then Johnson or somebody put like their vest up and there, like there was only one vest on the little rafter thing
1: yeah, dude, you're really roasting Johnson, like that's what this thing I'm talking. sorry, I, okay,
2: there's only like two, like, weird, like, this. it just dude, seems like ev- alone, you know, like,
1: <laughs> everyone mistakes, dude, come on.
2: It's just seeing, like, the two comps that I watched that you guys were there, like. No, but is he a nice kid? Oh, he's a, he's a wonderful person. I'm not saying he's a bad person, I'm just saying he did two really weird mistakes on stage i mean given the fact that this was like his first year doing hunger on the collegiate circuit like i'm kind of impressed that he did as well as he did
1: okay okay, okay. all right, now, anyway. with you. Yeah,
0: all right. Yeah. side note nimit i don't we really can't hear you dude
1: oh dude come on i'm like yelling i'm yelling so loud right now
0: that's it's, like whatever however you're, however you're yelling right into now a, a you pillow
1: talk. no way i'm yelling into a pillow how about now
2: okay it's better do that
1: Okay, I'm holding
0: my computer upside down. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, so go ahead. And, uh, Angela, do you you, you want to you wanna give your thoughts on blowout?
3: Yeah, sure. Um, so the only blowout videos I got to see were the GTD ones. Um, so I was getting all my information from the DDR group me. Um, <laughs> so... Um, going into the comp, my predictions were, I thought Buckeye would get first, and then followed by UNC and then Cal. Um, hearing that Cal got first, I was honestly pretty surprised. Uh, Cal, I always thought, you know, they always deliver a pretty clean set, but I thought that Buckeye and UNC by sheer entertainment value would have uh, placed over them.
1: Dang. Well, sorry to disappoint you. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of awkward now because I feel like I like let you down, you know. But it's like- you did. Like <laughs> I was in a period of mourning afterwards. I was like, man, how could you do this to me? Oh my god! Yeah, I know. I- I'm sorry about that. I-, I take personal responsibility for my actions. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I guess I, I think honestly, uh, I would I would say I felt the same way that Umer did, where like after we performed, I was like. I could have probably could have gone better and then uh, after UNC performed I was like this is game over so I think we should go to Sid because Like what happened dude? like what happened in that meeting like, you know Not that Cal didn't have a good show. Obviously, they had a great set. They had a great performance I thought that they you know did their set extremely well, but um, For people in the crowd. I think it was kind of surprising. So yeah, let us know what happened Because Honestly, like I don't have a first place trophy in my house and I'm, I don't really understand why. So if you can please, uh,
0: some- you don't understand why You, you thought that UNC won. <laughs> yeah, no know. Yeah,
1: that's true. Our second place trophy. I guess.
0: Second- <laughs> I'm not. I'm only going to speak for my own opinion. I'm not going to get into what you know anybody else said. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, you know, people are generally pretty open about their critiques and stuff. So if you want to hear it from. Anybody else that 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 was there, you can definitely hear it from the real horse's mouth. But I'll only speak for myself. it was a very fun show to watch. You know, the three placing teams were great. I'll just I'll just you know quickly go through with with the three and what and what I personally thought. Uh, Buck had a wonderful set. Um, didn't connect A to Z and flow the way that I really wanted it to. I think it was just a little choppy randomly at points um that and and honestly just you know bits of cleanliness dancer discrepancy in terms of, of like not executing the same was really what put them out of the top two uh for me personally now unc and cal two completely different style sets uh unc was very very in your face very high energy um i think the you know it, it's it, it was very evident that they, they were bringing the heat male scene was awesome really really nice collegiate theme you know going off of their school vardi were awesome and and they just did some really really cool things but at times things got a bit repetitive some of their drops similar footwork similar approaches you know it got sometimes a little little stale if that makes sense and then you know with cal cal definitely played it a lot safer they they brought i would still uh, even though they brought it safe they brought a very fresh routine like it was very fun to watch and i know everybody watches the the hard videos the the gtv videos but i do think you know it would also offer a different perspective if everybody were able to see it from the judges vantage point because we were able to see formations uh, a lot better and their formations for a 12-man routine were excellent Um, they really utilized formations to their advantage to you know, highlight certain things, have different effects and mechanisms going on through throughout the set. The little cutesy thing with the with the guy in, in red during Jummer, you know, they're they're doing things that, you know, co ed teams do, but it was just very fun to watch and, and one of the biggest things that they had over UNC was they executed, you know, better. When it comes to the fundamentals of Banger, they did that better. You know, and while Blowout, you know, promoted the risk taking and, and going outside the box and everything. UNC, you know, for the for the judging panel as a whole, not me personally. Uh, UNC made you know a few too many mistakes on stage, right? The blue girl with the with the Kunde pickup, and you know she again did something pretty abrupt uh, during Jumari. I want to say, you know, just like some mistakes that you know just shouldn't happen, and and the these things you know need to be buttoned up in practice. And and that was, that's really what took away from UNC's routine, and the fact that you know they did they did things a little bit really and got a little repetitive and stale. You know, and, and at this point, to be honest, everybody, I'm nitpicking. <laughs> you know, like I'm finding things to talk about because the both performances were, were out of this world. So um, that's really what it came down to, because the point differential was very 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 little. Uh, we talked for a long time, um, and the results are the results.
1: Yeah. No, I, I mean, actually, I wanted to ask you a question um, about. Hey, can you guys hear me? By the way. Yes. Okay. Okay. I wanted to ask you guys a question, uh, or like you specifically said, where you talked about like how blowout is a lot about like the, uh, like the comp itself wants to favor something where you want to do something new. you want to you want to see something sort of? It's more gimmick heavy, I guess. It's more audience oriented, and, um, and but then you know, obviously, Cal plays first with 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 uh, with their routine. Um, how how heavily did you guys favor that? I know the judging panel. You know when I when I think of Forge, when I think of AEG, when I think of FCB, I think of innovative teams. And so like, well, how much how much did you feel like the the comp that you were at or your background affected uh, what your judging was or where. Whereas you favored the, the cleaner team as opposed to maybe the more innovative team as
0: in UNC. While there is certain things uh, that Blowout wanted to promote, right, the one thing that they've always told us is like, listen, like we are trying to be a comp that that does promote, you know, thinking outside the box, bringing, you know, gimmicks and awesome things to the stage to really cater to the crowd. At the same time they specifically told us that execution matters you know the fundamentals matter right and, and and here's the thing man all the top teams that that placed that night and even you know you know teams four and five fundamentals are there right like if you don't have the basic fundamentals of bunger down and, and and the dancing isn't clean you're not going to place right and so like you know from that perspective it was there it really came down to you know as we talked about margins especially like, you know, when it came to Big Ten, what really separated some of the teams there. When you have the number of mistakes that UNC had, did the risk pay off becomes the question on that day. I think the biggest thing about the risk is that the risk didn't didn't pay off perfectly for every single judge. Um, Because, you know, it is what it is. It wasn't um, every single judge for Cal so, like, you know, we were there for, you know, the whole the whole meeting we were talking about those two teams. At least in my eyes, I don't think Cal did anything wrong. Uh, they definitely could. Like, I, I told them, like, they should have brought more heat. It would have been an easier first place for them, if that makes sense. We wouldn't have had to argue about it forever because they were so clean. They executed so well. I think it was more that UNC made it very difficult for the entire panel to give them a first place because of the amount of mistakes that they made. And the risk not ultimately paying off for, for, you know, for, again, not the whole panel. Does that make sense?
1: That's an aspect of, uh, of the rubric that may have been, I, I think as a captain, I over, like we it wasn't as stressed in the judges meeting, you know, where, where we, when, when we, when we hear about what we should do, it's always, yeah, man, you know, we want you to go for, it. we want you to do something dope, we want you to do something crazy, like from the competition itself, you might not hear the same um, yes, execution is going to be, you know, obviously you read the rubric, but, you know, what does a comp favor? In everyone's head, blowout is a, you know, audience-favored comp, right? Bruin-esque. So, you know, I, I think that's something where, um, I think the perception was a little bit different than, than what the reality was. You know, not, not that it's anyone's fault, but I think that's, uh, you know, it's like a good learning experience for teams, you know, going into blowout next year, going into major competitions next year, where you just can't, you just can't make mistakes. You know, like it it completely takes away from your set. There's there's really no coming back from them. You know, if, especially if you make them early. So you know, I think it's a good learning experience for a lot of teams.
0: I was I was so entertained by Cal, man. Like, I know we talk about audience reaction and whatnot. I don't think that Cal was a step below UNC in terms of garnering reactions from the crowd. Were they different? Like again, I think that they brought two different styles of sets, right? i think that the the cow routine brought a different reaction but like the level of impact that it had you know wasn't as punchy if that makes sense right that's something that i think that you know when you're sitting there with a rubric and you're sitting and you're sitting there as being asked to judge i think that um it's different than being an audience member than being a dancer at the comp you know i find that myself whenever i dance at a competition i still don't look at routines and stuff the same way uh it's, it's just too hard you're not in the frame of mind I really I really would argue that point that that UNC was more of a crowd pleaser I think both of them were very much crowd pleasers in, in their own unique ways if that makes sense again because like, again the formations don't come out with that video but the formations really did help that routine for Cal like make it stand on like stand out in a very very good way but you're absolutely right when the when it comes to mistakes man like you know, I can even go back to you know other other competitions that I have you know had the honor to judge. Mistakes are huge. It's not just like to say the mistake that mistakes are huge. It's it's the kind of mistakes that are happening. How impactful are those mistakes? What kind of taste does it leave in the in the viewer's mouth? I think you know, I think that's something also to keep in mind. Thanks you guys for jumping on today for this episode. It was wonderful talking to all you guys. Everybody else, you know, we would love for for everybody Listening to chime in, you know, drop a line and say you disagree with us, say something and, and give us more to talk about, kind of deal. Uh, make some comments on BTF, on the SoundCloud, or, you know, wherever you'd like. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Bunger Podcast. And if you have any ideas of what we should talk about, shoot us an email at bungerteamspodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the Bunger Pod wherever it doesn't matter just just hit us up if you know one of us individually message us as well if you like this podcast subscribe to it on itunes stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you can get the podcast automatically downloaded as soon as it hits the feed and if you really want to help out please leave the podcast a review on itunes and let us know how we are doing thank you very much we will see you soon